Afternoon, it's good to have you along on the radio yeah. program. Did you have a good weekend? I did. Yeah, what'd you do? A little mix last night, mate. It was a lot of fun. Oh, they were incredible. They were good. They were amazing. Good show. <laughs> now, come out. You didn't go, mate. <laughs> what do we, what what'd you do? do? Mow your lawns? Vacuum your driveway again? <laughs> I was too drunk to go to a little mix last oh, night. There's a few people like <laughs> that at the show. It wouldn't have been appropriate. <laughs> Uh, now, we do have tickets to give away. Speaking of live shows, Edge Fest, your chance to win a double pass to Edge Fest. KFC starring... Edge Fest, my friend. To KFC Edge Fest, that's right. Do the naming sponsor. They've <laughs> okay. put good money behind that and they deserve it. <laughs> chance to win tickets to uh, KFC Edge Fest starring Jason Derulo, Fifth Harmony. The list goes on. That doesn't mean I've forgotten the list. I'm just saying it goes <laughs> the list on. goes on. But coming up next, there is an argument that every single person has had in this room. It is to do with your toilet paper and coming up, we will finally have the definitive true answer. Should of you whether... eat it? Should you eat the toilet no. paper? That's the argument that's been going on for years amongst whether us. Whether the Should roll you ride on goes it? over or the roll goes under. I have got the patent for toilet paper and I will answer the question once and for all. All right, we'll do that next. It is the edge. John Ben and Sharon. John Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I've got some I've got the age-old question that Iran's always argued about. It is whether or not the toilet paper goes over or it goes under mm. when it's on the toilet paper holder. And you know, I've never had this argument. Haven't you? Yeah. What? It's, it's an age-old argument. Is I've it? never, not, I've never had anyone go, "Hey, that's that's wrong." You. So, what do you do when you put your toilet paper on? I you don't just, know. You just have it either way. I don't know. He does more important things with <laughs> his day. You know what? But, this, but I've heard people a, argue about it. This is a classic guy that's never changed a toilet roll. He's <laughs> you know, that guy. And, and I must admit, I'm that guy too. I will go to the bitter end not, to, not to change the toilet oh, roll. No, you don't want just that. down to like even one square. If there's one square no. left on it, I'll just use the second to last square just so I don't have to change the roll. Well, it infuriates me if I go to someone's house or a restaurant or something like that, and they've got the toilet paper going under. Because over is so much nicer and then you can fold a cute little triangle like in a hotel. Like, hotels go over, so everyone should go over. Must be an awesome job folding all the triangles into toilet paper, eh? Sometimes I just do it to make my house feel like a hotel. Well, the good news is that we finally have an answer to this question. Over or under? Let's, let's see. On 0800 The Edge, what people think. Okay. See what the general consensus is. 0800 The Edge, with the toilet roll, do you go over or under? Let's find out from Sarah. Are you over or under, Sarah? Oh, it's 100% over. It's just so annoying if you go to someone's house. I always, I'm always the one that changes it. Oh, yeah. shit. So oh, yeah, you'll same. go to the length of taking the roll out and then pu- putting it in the way you think it should sit. It's full noise. Sonia, over or under? Definitely over. Oh, Ooh, see, see, I think it's more guys that go for under. It's very strange. And finally, Daphne, over or under? Over. Oh, over. so over's winning the popular vote, but remind you, so did Donald Trump. So That's does true. it mean it's right? <laughs> does well, it mean it's right? Back in 1891, a New York businessman by the name of Seth Wheeler, he applied for the patent of toilet paper for the very, very first time. And in this patent... What were they doing up until then? I think they were just using cloth. Bush, bush and cloth. Flax, yeah, 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 yeah. Something that didn't sound very nice. Well, in this patent, he has drawn a picture of the toilet paper on the toilet roll. And we can confirm from this day forth that the debate of over and under is over. Because the real way that you should have your toilet paper is over! It is always over! See? It's a See? For, it's, oh, it is designed like that. It You're is right. Over. It's so a you've drawing. got to be over. It's Wheeler's drawing there. Anybody that is doing it under, you're, you're doing, doing, it, doing wrong. it wrong. You right. are doing you're it wrong. Doing it wrong. How are you doing it, Ben? Probably wrong. I, I he's don't got know. Some, I think someone, he's got someone still wiping his butt for him, so he doesn't know. <laughs> 
But if you have ever wondered about that, the, the conversation is over. It's done and dusted. It's over. I like the toilet paper. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Very excited. Uh, starting Thursday, we're attempting to do 30 interviews over 30 hours. Now, this will explain more. Some high production value production voicing will explain Ooh. more. New Zealand has been the butt of the world's jokes for years. Oh, look at you with all of your sheep. Oh, look at you with all of your prime minister who puts spaghetti on his pizza. Well, world, New Zealand's butt is no longer the butt of your jokes. Because this Thursday, our butts will break the world record for 30 interviews over 30 hours. Hours with Jono, Ben and Sharon. Yeah, now who's laughing, world? Oh, oh, you're still laughing. I really thought that, that was kind of going to set the record straight, but oh well. Come on, darling. Let's go get a spaghetti pizza. <laughs> 30 interviews, 30 hours. Starts Thursday on the edge. Here we go. It's happening. It is happening. And it's nice that you put on your uh, very deep voice for that, just to really sex it up a yeah. little bit. Do you notice after he did his one, I came back going, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Just trying to, just trying to, yeah, I know, it's funny, isn't it? It's the equivalent of uh, standing next to another man in the urinal. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, the, the radio equivalent, <laughs> yeah. the voicing. So, uh, 0800 The Edge, who have you got in your contact list? That yeah, we could include in the marathon. People have these phone numbers randomly that they've like met out with a celebrity that time. Um, I remember uh, the way we got Richie McCaw's number once is someone just texted and said, Do you want Richie McCaw's number? And we were like, uh, Yes, please. How New Zealand's that, eh? Jesus of New Zealand's phone number via text. It's so good. But uh, if anyone has got a, a famous celebrity that we can try and get on for an interview, then yeah. that'd be bloody wonderful. Who is in your contact list? 0800 The Edge. You give us a call right now. We'll try and call them. Book them in for the 30 hours, 30 interviews. Can you tell that we haven't got people locked down? <laughs> I don't know if you can see through it. We've got Mike on 0800 The Edge right now. Mike, who have you... Oh, no, he's hung up on us. Ken Dog, who have you got on your phone? Oh, Ken Dog's hung up, hung up oh, on us everyone, as well. Everyone's, everyone's getting scared. Uh, someone's texted to 3343. Um, I can hook you up with one of the Shorten Street cast members I hooked up with once number. Great. Text That'd it through. That'd be great. Text it through. We'll and try the details and get these of the hookup. Up. So the most famous person in your contact list, throw to the phones. Who have we got here? Erica, you reckon you've got a big dog American actor? I do. Um, Blake Freeman. So he's a director and an actor in Los Angeles who just did a film with a bunch of pretty good actors like Eddie Griffith. Eddie Griffin. Ooh, what movie was he in? All is it all about the money? Is that the one? Yeah, that's the latest one. Oh, it's got it's got the machete guy in that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We'll uh, get his number off you. Oh, the guy from the El Paso Taco Edge. That guy. Well, I think that's what he sold out. I don't think we, they want us to know that he's in those. He's like, I'll just do this one taco ad. This one, this one taco ad in New Zealand will never come back to haunt me. Oh. I like that guy. He's in heaps of good movies. Well, she doesn't have his number. She's got a guy that knows him. Oh, right. I like, the, I like the guy that your guy knows. I like... <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so He's much, great. Erica. The machete guy is great, but that's not who we're talking about. No. But we could get a good story about the machete guy. <laughs> That'd be good. Hey, Sophie, who's who's a celebrity that you've got in your cell phone? Who have you got? Um, I've got Paul Among Us Oh, Vinny or Shortland Street. This is a yeah. good one. Okay. Well, Sharon, you get you get his number off right now, and we'll, okay. we'll, we'll smoke screen, and then we'll try and call Pooh Among Us from Shortland Street next live. Get the number off, uh, off Sophie. Okay, Sophie, what's the number? Who have we got lined up, Ben, so far? Yep. I think we've got a few people lined up. I think we've got Mike McRoberts is lined up. Great. Di Henwood. Great. Uh, Sean Johnson from the Warriors, I think, is keen. 
Tim Shabolt, of course, had the, the world record already that we're trying to break. He's you heard, you heard okay, of Rachel Hunter? Yeah, I've heard of her. She's not in there. <laughs> I think we're trying her, though. We're trying everyone in New Zealand. All right, I've got Pua's Magasiva's Sharon, number. you heard of KJ Upper? Oh, I love KJ Upper. He's not in there. Well, of course he's not. <laughs> At the moment. He could be. He could be. He could, wow. might be keen. If you got his number, we'd love to call KJ and find out. Well, let's try Pua Magasiva. See if Sophie's come through for us. Pua Magasiva would have KJ Upper's phone number. Maybe we'll use... <laughs> Sophie's contact Ooh, to yeah. get two interviews. How do you know Pua, Sophie? Um, he's my uncle. Perfect. Is he a good uncle? He's a brilliant uncle. Good presents at Christmas time? Uh, definitely. Oh, best. good. <laughs> I imagine he'd be a good uncle. Hello. Hello, is this Pua Magasiva? Yeah. Hello, Pua. It's uh, John Irvine and Sharon calling here from the Edge Radio Station. <laughs> it's not our fault we're calling, though. We've got your niece Sophie on the line right now. All oh, right. Say hi, Sophie, so he knows that we're not lying. Hi, Uncle. <laughs> oh, my gosh, what have you done? <laughs> Mate, you are in a lot of shit. You are in... No, 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 only joking. No. We're trying to book people for... We're doing 30 interviews over 30 hours. We're trying to book guests. And we've got so desperate that we're asking our listeners for phone numbers of well-known people. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> so the, thing is, the thing is that Sophie said that you'd be real keen, and we were like, oh, are you sure you won't mind us cold calling? And Sophie's like, nah, uncle's really cool. And she, he, she was like, so sure you'd be keen as. Oh, so is that what she did? She pulled out the uncle's really cool card. Yeah. Well, apparently her dad's even cooler, so you should have called her dad. <laughs> Who's her dad? You know what? Family reunion. Why don't we yeah. get you and Robbie in? Oh, no. Do you know what's concerning me is not once Pua has said, I'm interested in being part of this. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a good job of dancing around he saying is, yes. He is. So we'll what's, lock you. What's, what, what's happening? What's we'll, happening? We'll what lock you in, Pua. We'll get our people to talk to you, which means Sophie will pass on the details and uh, we'll make it. we'll make it happen. <laughs> Sophie, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love your work, Pooh. You're uh, a bloody great you, man. And thank you, Sophie. All good. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Wait, love yeah. you, Sophie. Bye. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Get on the air. To get in the air. The edge is around the world in 50K. I can't remember a prize. I John can't and Sharon. Oh, Jesus. I'm talking all over that thing. I can't remember a prize bigger on radio. No. Can you, I cannot remember anything as big as this. We've got your chance to go around the world with two mates with $50,000. And we're not going to make you work hard for it. All you got to do is get on air. And you can yeah. do this at any time, 24 hours a day on the edge. But today we're giving you the chance to win 10 entries for this trip thanks to Flight Centre. All you got to do is tell us your best travel story. And on Friday, the person with the best travel story of the week will get 10 entries into the draw. So including the one they get today, it'll be a total of 11 entries. Now, we're talking about people who have been locked up, smuggled things through places. This is the sort of stuff we want. If you've <laughs> smuggled exotic bird eggs through uh, the customs in Bolivia, hey, 0800 The Edge, you Ooh. could be in with the running. I don't know if we want like, illegal, illegal things. Yeah, but good. How'd you get the bird eggs through? What did you do? <laughs> this is something that John is aiming to do in his lifetime. Yeah. And he wants to know how. But Zara is on 0800 The Edge. I am, I am wanting to get into bird smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned it enough. When I look at you, I'm like, bird smuggler. Yeah. That's what he is. I don't have a good poker face, especially yeah. when there's 300 bird eggs up my... <laughs> God save us. Uh, Zara, welcome to the show. What is your travel story you deem to be the best travel story ever? 
Um, yeah, okay. Well, when I went to um, France, I basically went with nothing, just a toast brush pretty much. And I didn't have any accommodation plans. I was just like, you know, screw it. I'll just go to Paris for a day. And basically slept under the Eiffel Tower. Like, it was winter. It was cold, but it was really cold. Oh, so oh, you just took a toothbrush. No toothpaste. I don't know just a toothbrush. Oh, okay. okay, toothpaste as well. But, oh. You know. oh, okay, so you're lying. <laughs> okay. So we, we, what else did you take? I, qu- I questioned whether you slept under the Eiffel Tower then. Yeah, I bet you're, I bet you're probably wearing clothes <laughs> as well, were you? Well, yeah, oh, yeah obviously. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm trying to make it good, but, yeah, and then so... Well, it was kind of under the office house. So I was, like, looking at it as I was sleeping. I don't know if you're allowed to, but, you know, I did it anyway. So you so, the, whole night, the whole night under the Eiffel Tower? That's quite dangerous, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I was a bit scared, but, like, Were you, know, were you by like, yourself, or was it, like, a romantic thing? No, I was by myself. Jeez. Wow. wow. Did anyone ask you to move on or, you know, to, to, to wake up Not and get really. out? Wow. Spoon? I mean, some guy tried to speak French to me, and I was like, yep, cool, don't know what you're saying. But That's okay. unusual. That's unusual in Paris, wow. someone trying to speak French to you. Yeah. I know. That's well, a pretty incredible story. As I vomited yeah. under the Eiffel Tower. We were there, didn't we? It was yeah. the most ins- culturally insensitive yeah. thing I've ever been part of. Why did you vomit? Oh, we're oh, just eating. a weak stomach. He was eating things that were French, and they're not actually I was that bad. beef tartare. Not that bad. Beef tartare. Lovely. It was actually lovely. It was cooked professionally, but old mate couldn't couldn't handle it. I was so. vomiting on the Eiffel Tower. And we're like, we can never play this footage <laughs> on oh television. Oh my god! Old kiwi mate. <laughs> and then that night, I heard a lovely kiwi lady with a toothbrush slept in that vomit. Wow. Well, Zara, that's a pretty good story. We are going to give you one entry into the draw, but on Friday you could be winning ten more entries. Cool, thank you so much for that. Oh, no good on you, Zara. Pack your toothbrush. You're off overseas, maybe if you win the competition. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the Edge. We're starting a new part to the show. We've taken so many calls on 0800 The Edge uh, over the uh, over the six months we've been together. And so, so many, many stories. So And so many great calls, Ben. <laughs> tremendous, tremendous calls. <laughs> Some of the best calls. To quote my hero, Donald Trump. Uh, and so many of the calls start with, oh, it's not me, but a mate. Yeah, well, this happened on Friday. Every We did, like, a phone topic and every single person was like, oh, what's well, was mate, but a mate. Yeah, so, and I think it's just to distance that person from the story mm. when a lot of the time maybe that story's happened to them. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a bit of a blanket of... It's like when people say I'm asking for a friend. A bit it's of a, like, yes. that's normally they're asking for themselves. Have a Definitely listen. for themselves. Uh, the story isn't about me, it's about a friend of mine. A friend of mine. Yeah, it wasn't actually me. My best friend. That didn't happen to me, but... It wasn't about me. A friend of mine. So that's just a montage of some of the calls that we've had. Dang, just some, some proof for you. Some okay, facts. so uh, 0800 The Edge. This is what this is called. It's not me, but a friend of mine. And you can tell any story. It could have happened to your friend or it could have happened to, to you. you. But we won't question if it happened to you if you say, it's not me, but a friend of mine. And every single person that comes up with one of these stories will be going in the drawer for that trip around the world and $50,000 with two of their mates thanks to Flight Centre. Have you got one? Yeah, it's not me, but a friend of mine. Uh, sometimes he gets lazy in bed and uh, he might remove objects from inside his nose. And uh, What, my, during? My mate's, my mate's wife, Oh. she gets a bit upset that uh, he's doing that and uh, says, well, you don't just go putting those anywhere. You've got to go put them in the bin. My mate can't be bothered going to go in the bin, so he puts them back up his nose. <laughs> What's the point, though? Wait, can you please explain to me if this is during, like... No, this is just in bed, right? This is just, just, like, this is bed this when is not over, like... Oh, a, okay. When, okay. I'm ha- when he's having a dig, uh, and he's up there, and he, he gets it out, and she's like, ooh, what are you going to do with that? Right. And you're like, well, I'll just put it back up. <laughs> when you said... 
when you said in bed, I thought that he was doing this while making love to his no, wife. No, and I was no. like, man, things have gone south yeah, but for that, that would, couple. That'd be weird if my friend to do that. <laughs> that's that'd be well, weird. Your friend's doing a weird thing, though. It's very well, weird. Yeah, but you could talk to him, Ben, because it's not me. <laughs> What's the wow. whole point? You take it out, you put it back up there. Exactly. Why would he do that? I don't know. You can talk to him about it. Not well, me, mate. It's got nothing to do with me. Well, it sounds like it's you. It's not me, but a friend saw this is like about seven, eight years ago, saw an all black while they were out on a stag do and pashed him. Mm. Not me though, just a friend. But that actually wasn't me, it was a, f- I'm it was co- a friend. Well, I'm confused about yeah. it. I haven't hooked up with an all black. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I wish the I edge. had. Yeah, ben, not, not, just, me, not me, but a friend uh, is starting to question the people I work with right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the people he works with right now. I <laughs> wait under the edge if you want to play. Uh, the story isn't about me, it's about a friend of mine. A friend of mine. Yeah, it wasn't actually me. My best friend. That didn't happen to me, it's but... It's not about me. A friend of mine. Zoe, you reckon you've got a friend? Yeah, I got a friend that um, projectile vomited when we were on a road trip. She what? Vomited on a road trip? Yeah, and I went, like, all over my friend's new SUV and, like, she vomited on the dog and everyone else. Oh, knew, like, yuck. The, do- the, do- the, the dog's dog. like, what have I done? I don't deserve this, the dog's thinking. <laughs> And was that friend you? We're not going to ask. No, no. That's not, we're not going to ask. I thought you were asking then. And I was like, Jonathan, that's against the rules. You're yeah. supposed to ask. No, He's was... asking for a friend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dee, what did your friend do? Um. Okay, yeah, it was definitely my friend. Yeah. Um, she had her first OE when she was 18. And so she left little New Zealand and travelled over to Japan and worked for the Yakuza. Um, for three months. What's the, that? J- the Japanese gang? The oh. f- oh. Yeah, it's like the big old mafia, you know, the, the people with the tattoos that are like sleeves wow. up her arms. And wow. she didn't even do anything that would be like dodgy, if you know what I mean. I know that sounds weird because it's the Yakuza, but she was like a hostess singing karaoke and she didn't do the other stuff. What did she see though? What, did she, what, did, what was the most interesting thing that she saw? Um, well, her very first client um, was one of the head Yakuza dudes who was apparently really high up and when he came in, everyone was bowing and scraping to him and stuff. And he wore this like, big, long woolen jersey um, to hide the, his sleeves. And she spent the whole time um, with him. They exchanged, like, he wanted to learn a bit of English. She wanted to learn anything of Japanese because she couldn't even speak Japanese. And he taught her, like, all these old kanji symbols and stuff and, like, about rivers and mountains and that was her first... And, and, and did he machete anyone? Did he what? Did he machete anyone? He left his machete at home, I think. Oh. Oh. Can I, can I yeah. ask... karaoke singing voice and said and sang some of that. Do you know... Nice. Don't, they, don't they all cut off their little fingers? He had all of his, but I, I think from memory, she saw a couple of people had, had lost some fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the sign. It's a sign of loyalty. You whack oh. off your little finger. Oh, really? Okay. You're the game. Yeah. Mm, sometimes it's actually a reminder when they've done something naughty. Or it's oh. a reminder when they've done something naughty. Yeah. Okay. Loyalty yeah. or a reminder. Yeah. One of the two. And what, do, <laughs> yeah. what sort of songs is the head of the Japanese mafia singing at karaoke? Mate, it's all Beatles. It's all Beatles. It's like... They are obsessed with Beatles. That's oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Most Japanese love the Beatles. But this is... I would have been funny if it was like, I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> in a Barbie world. That's yeah, awesome. Well, there, was always a, there was a little bit of that too, and a bit of Madonna, you know? Wow. <laughs> Living in a material yeah, world. Well, do you hold the line because that was a bloody good story and we're going to put you in the drawer to go round the world with 50 grand and two mates. Yeah. Thanks. Damn, that was a good first outing for it. Was it's not me, a friend of mine. I don't yeah. know if we're going to beat that, but Lee, what's your story? Yeah, hi. 
Um, I was at a festival in London with a friend of mine. And um, do you remember the artist LaRue? She was French and she... Oh, like, yeah, she sang the song yeah. Bulletproof and stuff like that that we played? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we saw her walking through the crowd and my friend was a real big fan of her. So she just walked straight up to her and passed her. What? And, <laughs> yeah. What did LaRue... Because uh, LaRue's straight, yeah, right? Yeah, she was into it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was on. And gave her a pash back. Did they continue hooking up yeah. after that? Or was it just a passion pass? That was it. It was a passion pass. Wow. wow. Oh, That's good. This yeah. is a good start. Good start. Good start. Yeah. Thank oh, you so much, Lee. Like, like, I didn't do it. I was there, though, but I saw my friend. Your friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Your friend. Yeah. We won't question, we won't question, yeah. we won't question if it was your lovely lips on LaRue's lovely face. Well, I feel like we need to do this game again because yeah. it was it's yeah. been very interesting. Uh, the story isn't about me. It's about a friend of mine. A friend of mine. Yeah, it wasn't actually me. Maybe it's a friend. That didn't happen to me, it's but... It's not about me. A friend of mine. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I'm very excited, guys. My time to shine has come. What's happened? My moment... Your forehead is a little shiny today. Hey, piss off. <laughs> My moment in the sun is here. My moment to be on a primetime TV show as the great actress I am has finally arrived. What are you doing? Are you on John and Ben? Primetime TV show. It's the ice you're getting. Are you on John and Ben? Successful primetime TV oh, show. One of the biggest okay. TV shows of New Zealand history. Okay, not us. Finally has... Notice that I have a talent for acting, and I am going this week, guys, on Wednesday night to be on Shortland Street. Oh, I thought you were going to do a reenactment on Police Ten Seven no of, a, of, a, of a drunk lady at a bar. No, no, that's that's not a reenactment. That was a real thing. <laughs> and no. you're going to be on Shortland Street. So this has been my dream. Wow. I have been hammering away to get a part on Shortland Street for as long as I can remember. You need better dreams, but anyway, good good work. But I have finally nailed it, guys, and this Wednesday night. I have got a speaking role. Have not you? one line, but multiple lines. Is it on Wednesday night? On Wednesday night. Oh, the, on you the better not be lying show. to us. You're going to be on the actual show. I am going to be on Shorten Street. I have a full speaking part. I am in it with four other actors. And not just like the crappy ones, like main actors. Who, who are the big guns in your scene? Wow. Well, I'm going to be in a scene with, uh, with the CEO, with Harper. What was the CEO's name? Drew. <laughs> with Drew and Harper. Sounds like you guys really bonded. Also going to be in it. Well, because I only call them by their actors' na- acting oh, names, yeah, which is course. their yeah. real names, which yeah. is uh, Rhea and Ben, yeah. who play Harper and Drew. Yeah, yeah. And also I'm going to be in a scene with uh, the, the chick that plays Ashley. And I'm also going to be in a, a scene with Blue. So it's like all the well, big the, Those are the big guns. The those big are the big guns. And the big guns. I'm going to be having a full conversation with all of them because I've got a big speaking part. This could be the I could be the next big thing. Oh, Jeez, Wednesday night. I'm watch so it. happy for you. Well done. I, That's well, awesome. I I I mean I'm I'm not going to change. I know that once you're on Shorten Street, yeah. you're officially like you yeah, made it. You're, you're, you're a hot ticket. Although I'll be watching the project, so I have to watch that a bit later on. Okay. Well, okay. you just my sky it so you can fast forward to my bit. Oh, well, Do you know I actually audition for a, I audition for a role on Shorten Street? What was it? There's a role of this guy called Baxter. I don't know if you remember Baxter a few no. years ago. I auditioned for it. I was like, oh, I'm a shoo-in. I'm a shoo-in. And uh, then I uh, watched back my audition tape. Turns out I'm not a great actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> She's like, 
can you put down the script while you're doing your audition? Aww. I was like reading the line for line off the script. She's like, do you think, have you memorised the thing? And I was like, I thought you just turned up and gave it a bash. Just gave it, well, no, no. No, you don't say that in your audition. Apparently. <laughs> no, you can't. You, it's very serious on Short Street. Like, it's a professional thing. And I, as a now professional thespian, yeah. professional primetime TV actress, would just like to say that you can't act like that in audition. Okay, well, we're going to test you. Okay, well, we're going to test your acting next. We've got a little tester. See how good you are at acting. Well, I, I welcome the challenge because I'm a, a professional. Whatever okay. you throw at me, I will I will take it. Want Jeez. me to be a giraffe? I'll be a giraffe. I'll do whatever you ask. If I'm setting the the standard, the bar for the standard of acting on this show, you're going to be anything's better than me. Well, I okay. look forward to my Oscar. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Um, uh, Producer Dan, you're our resident actor on mm. the show. We have been up until this point. Yeah, Starring yeah. in the Great Gatsby right yeah. now, the Howard Little Theatre. Sorry, guys, it's closed, though. We had our final night on Saturday. Oh. Uh. Brave reviews. But thank you. <laughs> thank Audi- you. Audience <laughs> was in ask. tears. Yeah, yeah, they were people crying. Dan yeah. Webby will have you crying yeah. with laughter. <laughs> That's what they said. The Howard can pack a ring at times. But anyway, what do you want me for? <laughs> All right. these chops. Well, we've got, uh, we've got a famous scene that we want you both to act out. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. It's from The Notebook. Okay? Uh, oh, the scene in the movie. rain. Iconic. Where they come the off rain the boat. scene. Yeah, the rain okay. scene. We thought oh, we could act it out for you. Oh, and they come back from the boat with all the yeah. swans. The funny thing is, when I originally saw this movie, I thought Gosling didn't bring something to the oh, role, which yeah. I might be able to do. I don't feel like they were believable. Yeah, okay, you know. we'll, we'll, yeah. Should we, we'll stand closer. Okay. okay, all right. What was the one Ashton Kutcher was in? Was it No Book? It wasn't No Book. Dude, my car. Dude, my car. That was a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good movie. That was a good movie. No one wants to be in that movie. Where was his car? Dude, my car. Might have been the Sky City Car Park. It's very hard to find your car there. Okay, if you guys have finished having a laugh, we'd like to do some serious acting now. Sorry. Are we doing American accents here as well? No, just whatever. Oh, whatever. I'm going to do an American. You do an American? Yeah. Oh, I don't, okay. okay. Here we no, go. No, Bring it on. on. I, you just said you were Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Mate, don't throw stones in glass houses. I've seen yeah. you were acting. Oh, I'm first. Okay. Mm. Noah, why didn't you write me? Why? Why didn't you write me? Why? It wasn't over for me. I waited for you for seven years. But now it's too late. I wrote to you 365 times! Very One letter a day! <laughs> hook up! One letter a day! You guys should hook up. <laughs> Do it properly. You, you wrote me? Yes! It wasn't over! Sharon, put your hands on him. It's still not <laughs> over! Put your hands on me! What are we just supposed to do now? Now, now, I'm reading the stage direction here. <laughs> oh, okay. Ellie jumps up on Noah and they pash passionately. Okay. It's passionate pashing. Pash to pashing. We don't actually have to pash that way. This is just a gag. Pash me! <laughs> okay, well, I'm pregnant, so I have to climb up. This, this is, is just honest. like the movie. Well, I have to climb. I'm going to have to go climb up. When okay. does he find his car? <laughs> I've got to climb Dude. up. Let me climb up. Okay, what are you climbing up? Well, when I'm going to the... jump up like she does. Okay. Three, two, one, and then it's... Yeah. Okay. My lips on your lips. Okay. Don't tongue me. We'll eat, don't it, we'll eat it around these bits for the movie, obviously. Okay, okay. Three, uh, don't two, actually have a curse. I don't know one. about the stage directions. <laughs> don't, I don't want Sharon to fall over. I Dan, can't, I can't Dan, hold you and shut my mouth. Dan looks like a sucker fish. Dan, you look like you look like a deep sea creature. I can't help but feel that Gosling did that better. Gosling definitely did that better. I feel like I just got pregnant again. <laughs> you did. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get our own. <laughs> what did I just watch? Hey, Woman's Day. Sharon Casey's now having twins. Oh, what I think did I got we your... just watch? And so when does the dude find <laughs> his car? <laughs> Is it inside her mouth? Because I think you had a good look. <laughs> I think I'll just there. think I'll just stick to Shorten Street and less of the love scenes. I regret everything about that. <laughs> 
That was another fine John O'Bean and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Bean and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.